So this is the Zach Nevin podcast thing, and this is my guest. Sima Schloss. So since we became friends on Instagram, how did you start your creative journey? Uh, it started as when I was two, actually. As soon as I could pick up a pencil, I was drawing. And the way my parents used to be like, here, go draw something if I wanted to entertain myself. And I do that, did that for an hour. So it's for hours, excuse me. So it's just kind of come naturally. What work do you do now? Um, or, or what I, have you been working on? Uh, right now, I mean, I've, I'm a mixed media artist, visual, you know, I, everybody's trash is my treasure, but my first love is drawing and I do the figure, abstract figure. And uh, right now I am working on a collaboration with my friend Lizzie Alejandro, who's a photographer. And it's been so much fun. And we just had a little show at um, my Bronx space called Empty Set. And it's called Amalgamation. And she's, she uses photography as her medium. And I use, you know, drawing and my more tactile materials and we've been combining both and it's been so much fun. You um, do like, you print your work or is it digital manipulation? Uh, it's, it's hand done. It's uh, some's printed, but it's all by hand. How long have you been creating work for? <sighs> Since I was two. <laughs> A long, long time. <laughs> or when have you been more serious about it? Oh, not until, you know, I always considered myself an artist, but I don't think I really went for it until my late 30s. And I went to graduate school at 42, and that's when I said, nah, 40. And I just said, you know, if I don't go after this, I'm going to hate myself, and I don't want to be one of those bitter old people. Hmm. So it was later. Did well, you go to school for art? Uh, I, got, I got my master's in painting at Lehman College. So you have an so, MFA? Yeah, I have an MFA. And also I went to undergrad for painting too. So what um, other mediums do you use or how do you play with mediums that you didn't really like? Uh, I, you know, I, I love trying new things. I think it's so important as an artist to expand and to play. I started doing um, some sculpture using found materials and it's really fun. Um, I've been playing uh, with some, it's, it's uh, what do you call it? It's like a, it, kids materials. Um, I like graphic design, I'm terrible at it, but I like it and I, I use a little bit. Um, I've dabbled in photography, a little bit of printmaking, I'm trying everything. Mixing things up. I, I love mixing things up, and I think it's really important as an artist not to pigeonhole yourself. True. Since I'm a photographer and an artist. I know. Yeah. I love, you know, I love your, I, I like everything, but I really like your still lives. They're really cool. I haven't done them in a while. Uh, you should go back. I think they're terrific. Thank you. Are you self-taught? I know you're talking about going to school for it, but did you learn anything on your own? Yeah, um, a lot of experimentation. Um, 
you know, playing, luckily I've had some great mentors who've really helped guide me through my process and come to my process now. Uh, but yeah, a little, a little bit of both. Um, I really liked school a lot. My MFA was probably one of the best things I've ever done in my life. I have no regrets. <laughs> and that shaped my work. That's good. So what do you consider your work? Is it all figure based or is it like landscape or like abstract form? Uh, it's a mix between figure and abstract. Is there one of your preference over the other? <laughs> I, I love, I love studying the figure. I, I, you know, I, I once took a plain air uh, workshop that didn't go over well, <laughs> but I like, I'm glad I tried it. My figure, the figure is my favorite. I haven't done plain air yet. I, I wanted to go out and draw what I see in the person. I have a million photos I can look at for reference. Right. I mean, being out and drawing it as you see it is different than looking at a picture. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've done that, you know, right now with COVID, I have to use all these online websites for live models. But, you know, you do what you do. There's nothing like drawing with a live person. That's something else I haven't, haven't done yet. I've done that. Oh, you have to try it. It's so much fun. You, um, my personal theory, and when I teach, it's process, not product. Don't worry about the end result. Just have a good time with it. It will show up in the work. I'm horrible at drawing portraits. Oh, come on. Don't say that. This is a recent work on paper I did. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I turn this thing on. Oh, I like it. And I like, do you know what? I love the background. I'm all about using interesting backgrounds. I think it's great, actually. And portrait. I like that you use red. Red is very brave. Let me see. Let me see. I like something like this. Ooh, see, I like your backgrounds. How can you say that? I mean, I, I love using found material. Me too. Me too. Like, this is one I recently did. It's a uh, fishing license. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's awesome. What, what material? Obviously, it's a fishing license. But did you use oil pastels or something? Um, it's charcoal and color pencil. I think it's fabulous. What else? Where's my best one? My best one. Ooh. It's a, um, a map of Hawaii. That's awesome. I love that you're drawing on materials. I also like, first of all, my thing is I hate straight, clean lines on paper. Other people work well at that. That's not me. <laughs> and I admire anybody who does it. But I like that the edges are a little ripped. Oh, yeah, it gives a really, it looks really good. You should nice. keep up with it. And then yeah, also, I use, yeah, yeah. My other series I do is um, painting on top of other people's work. This is a print. Oh, it's great. I love, you know, and I love the color gradation and that there's a starkness, but it, it works. Yes, I love using found stuff as well. Oh, me too. Me too. I use subway maps. I can show you my latest, I think. Hold on. I can flip it and 
take you. I'm in my studio now, so I, um, here, this is one. This is all, I mean, I had a dream, and this is all subway maps. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. I love subway maps. I think they're fabulous. I'm, I've always liked maps. I can't read them to save my life, but I, I like them. So found, I think found objects are so much fun to work on, whether it's maps or magazines. I do that too. I used to do that on my report cards when I was a kid. So when you're um, subway maps, do you reprint those or are things you find? Both. Both. I'm like, you know, I could use my ink, but printing so expensive now. It's ridiculous. So yeah. luckily, the subway booth people are very nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just collect them. Yeah, collector. Is any of your work in any public um, space right now or is it all it is, I have a gallery in Boston, the Beacon Gallery. Um, it's in a couple of private collections. Uh, uh, I'm trying, I just had a blank, um, at a residency I was at, at Horn, Dors Horn Dorset, which is upstate. Um, no, I have some shows online, a uh, couple of things going on, but no, like, major public spaces yet. Yes. Yeah, is the key word. Yes, yes. And you just keep trying. So you spoke about, you said about residencies. How many residencies do you do and did you like that? I love them. I've done five. They're the best. They're the best. Um, the first one I did was at Horn Dorset, which was upstate. And then I did Vermont Studio Center, which was amazing it's like an artist's dream all of them were great i did one in colorado which is really interesting i did one in finland I did one in italy i did one in greece and they were all interesting i learned so much and you know i teach during the year i teach college so i'm not someone who likes laying on a beach i'd rather do my artwork in some interesting place I've never been to and you meet so many cool people and I've had some really great opportunities I've shown because of them. That's cool. Have you done any um, collaborations with companies or any brands? Yes, uh, years ago, millions and trillions of years ago, there's a company <laughs> called Miss 60. It's a clothing company. They're based in Italy. I designed some boots rain boots my friend worked there so i designed about well i painted on ooh, a lot of boots <laughs> <laughs> but it was great it was great yeah i made a whole list of questions i'm trying to oh it's so good it's so good and also you talked about mentors. Do you have any still? Or yeah, I, I have my mentor from grad school, Danielle Tegeter, is amazing. And she really, you know, all my professors were amazing, but she really changed my life and my attitude towards art. And I just, it, everything changed. I owe her everything. <laughs> She's a pretty prominent artist too. That's cool. Do you have any assistance or anybody that helps you behind the scenes? Uh, not really. I've had my students in the past and when I have a big show or something, um, yeah, I do, but nothing right now. COVID. 
it's okay. So you're speaking about teaching. Are you a teacher outside of? Yes, I am. I teach at a community college in the Bronx, and I teach intro to art history, and I love it. It's great. <laughs> I want, oh, yeah, it's in college, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right now it's hard to teach, but you do it. And it's not the same. I love being in the classroom. So it's all on Zoom, right? In your studio or is it? In I like to work from my studio because at home I get really distracted. You know, like you find 25 other things to do. I'm here in my studio in the Bronx and I can focus. How has, been, how, how has New York City been since the pandemic or Brooklyn area? Well, it's weird. It was really surreal when it first started. And then June, you know, normally I go away for the summer. So I was there. It was kind of great. <laughs> it was weird. But it was nice. Everybody was eating outside and it was quieter. And you just, I, you know, everyone, it, it was strange, but it was okay. I mean, now we're in this other, you know, second wave. And it, so it's, Uneasy, but New York City's my heart. I mean, I love it so much. I've been there a few times. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You're in Hudson, right? I'm outside of Hudson. I'm in Ghent. Oh, okay. Ghent's great. It's really beautiful up there. A lot of nature. A lot different yeah. than the city. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's important to get that too. I appreciate it. I find the way you appreciate the city is leaving it a lot, and even day trips or even my summers away, but I've done a couple of day trips and they just helped your brain hmm. clear. Now everyone's moving here, a lot of the houses. Yeah, oh my God, so many, and the houses are so expensive now. Yeah, because everyone's coming from where you are to here. Yeah. Either exactly. permanently or like second home. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Have you ever been published in a magazine or any online publication? Yes, I've been in a couple. I was on um, the cover of Time Out magazine, um, twice at Art Ascent. Um, I've been in a cup, I've been in, I'm in two this month, well, last month and another month called Beyond, uh, Beyond Words. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since you asked, not to be obnoxious, but oh, where's my timeout cover? I have, have a copy um, of it. If I have it, I can email it to you. Um, but this is the cover of Art Ascent. It was a couple of years ago. Cool. But yeah, I've been in a couple of magazines and I love being in magazines. I've been in a couple of literary journals and I, I hate writing, but I love to read. So that's really cool. But writing is not my strong suit. Same here. <laughs> Have you ever made a book or been a part of a book? Yes, I was part of the sketchbook project um, many, many years ago. And my journals, I had, I've been keeping journals since I was 30. And they're all my writing, collages, and been asked to publish them and I first was like why would anyone want to stay in <laughs> mine but there I've been approached a couple of times so one day 
What keeps you from quitting? Or have you thought about quitting in the past? Yes, but uh, I'm like a bulldog in a china shop. <laughs> um, being an artist, I can't imagine being anything else. I mean, it's, it's so crushing at times. It's, you know, the rejections, I, I'm persistent. I mean, I keep my goal, and Danielle told me this. She's like, I want you to try and get a re 100 rejections a year. Wow. And I'm like, what? What's wrong? I get crazy. But it's the best <laughs> suggestion because I I keep it like I keep an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm really not that organized. My aunt helped me with that, but more I get, the more I get closer to a hundred. And I'm like, wow, that means you know, because if you're not getting a hundred up rejections, you're not applying enough. That's true. But it, it doesn't one person that help you out. And that's happened to me more than once. So I've been really fortunate. And finally, art world, it's about making authentic connections. It's, yeah, of course, it's talent. But, you know, it's about being authentic and, and having good conversations with people. And you just never know. One person can lead you to another person that leads you. Uh, it's happened in, like, the craziest ways for me. And I've made such great friends and i've been in great shows with people i never you know just by talking to them the famous saying i can do that how do you feel about when people say that about your work if they do that or, or you, hear that quote oh i've heard it a million times and people will always say it um i don't give it much thought anymore i used to take it very personally but now i think you go to grad school you you go through you talk about my work like this and you tell me how easy it is and and the process cool you could do it yourself I, I but it's a comment i don't know about you but i'm sure you've heard it many times that oh yeah that's so easy well it's actually not but if you want to see that okay it's like for photography nowadays it's like all you gotta do is push a button but yeah exactly lot, exactly a lot more that goes on behind the scenes learning you know what, years about you I see, like, I think iPhones are great, but I think there's the art of photography that's lost, lost a little bit, and I hate that. Like, there's something like being in a dark room, even though I stunk at it, that, you know, like, with chemicals and it's dark, there's real art to that. You know, I shoot all digital. <laughs> it's all digital, and it's kind of crazy, but it's okay. And also, my opinion about that quote is like, if you want to do art, do it a hundred of times, not do it once. It, it's not, um, you have to, you know, who said something? I forgot the famous quote about putting so many hours into something. They don't realize the I mean, hours. Like 10,000 hour thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll get good at it, but it, it's a lot of work. I, I love it. To me, it's not work. I mean, other things but i i get lost in my work i put on good po podcast i just I go for it like music yeah exactly music and um i zone out and i don't think it's work does your work but i do hate the paperwork i hate <laughs> the paperwork does your work mean anything or do you just create it to create it does mean it's very personal i'm really talking about the human condition and it takes a long time to get to know somebody 
and anybody, and you could make this opinion. You know, you could have an opinion of someone first time and then, but until you really get to know them, that's different. And my work is all about layers. Like you could probably put a bullet through my paintings because I'm always gluing and ripping. <laughs> and it's the way human beings process. It's like a tape recorder. You have to play it over and over again. You know, when you have that situation. Uh, you know, I create because I don't have a choice, but it does have meanings. Or when you watch a movie like a million times, you see different things. Exactly, like exactly. You have to watch it and you have to, re you know, review it, you rewind it, and, you know, all the little nuances. Where do you get your inspiration from? My life, other people's life. I just started working with my dreams, which is something I've never done. Um, reading. I love reading. I hate writing, but I love reading. <laughs> And interestingly enough, um, Instagram has given me a lot of interesting ideas. Uh, but it's really talking to people, hearing about people's stories and people's life, because everyone's life is interesting. That's true. Especially Everybody is. What? Especially in the city, you have all the uh, different characters. Oh, I think, no, I think everywhere in the world, every single person on this planet has a story. Whether the person thinks it's interesting or not, it is. <laughs> Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an ambivert. I go between both. I'm really friendly. I love being social, but I like to be alone a lot. In your studio? Yeah. Well, in general, I, I think uh, I, exp I love people. I love people. And I, I expend a lot of energy on them. Uh, but... I need time after. I need my time to just kind of decompress and be away. And I'm very comfortable being alone. Does your mood affect your work? Oh, God, yeah. Totally. If so, how? You could tell it. Um, it's hard for me. You know, it does come my anxiety. Um, how does it, 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 it just, you know, if I'm in a bad mood, generally it's hard for me to focus on one thing. Um, and I can personally tell, maybe other people can't, but. Or does your palette change, the color palette change? Or? It's changed in graduate school. I was, a, a challenge Danielle had for me was not to work with color for a year. That was difficult, but it was the best exercise for me. And then I continued on with black and white and I went to color and it's a lot in my life changed and it was great. It was really reviving. So yeah, my palette changes, my figures change. Um, you know, like everything, I think every artist, no matter what your work changes as your mood changes and life phases. Are you still learning and researching today? Oh, well, the time all the time I'm always trying to learn new things and I'm always trying to learn about new artists and older artists and their stories and artists that do totally different work for me I think it's really important do you have a routine or a schedule you keep up with or try to I have to I, I have to I have to be in my studio at least four days a week and I I treat it like a work day and since I'm not in the classroom 
I, I mean, I need to go to the studio for my health. So I try and run occasionally. <laughs> it works, it doesn't. And I get to the studio. I work in my journal, sometimes on the subway, sometimes here to like clear my mind and just to get everything out of my brain, any ideas I have. And then I start working. And in the middle, if I have to teach or I create papers, I intersperse it. Do you ever take any of your kids' assignments and draw on top of them? I have, but it has to be older stuff, yes. <laughs> I haven't in a while, but that's a fabulous idea. Thank you. As you're getting their work, you can draw a picture. <laughs> uh, not on their work, because I have to give their work back. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, I've done it. And some of my students are such good artists. Oh, wow. Do you ever keep, think, do you ever keep well, any of their work? Oh, yeah. They've given it to me. And they inspire me, I think, when you talked, what inspires you? My students. Because my students come from totally different backgrounds from me, many from different places, different ethnicities, just different. And I've, I love working pe with people who have different backgrounds than I am because I feel I can learn from every single person, whether I like them or not. <laughs> have you ever done any free work that has gotten you in the door? And that's yes. your story. Uh, yes. Um, I did some drawings for a friend and I didn't think about it, but I was like, here you go. She showed it to a curator and they said, oh, we, they contacted me and I'm like, hello, who is this? And they said, oh, do you want one of your pieces to be in a show? And I said, yeah, definitely. Is there anything, any other creative things you do outside of your studio? Aside from my artist practice, yeah. creative. Like, what do you mean? Um, well, I mean, my interest. You like cook without looking at the recipe. Oh, I'm a terrible cook. I hate oh. cooking. I hate <laughs> cooking. Um, it's really my drawing and my my art practice. You do like dancing or any of that kind of stuff? No, 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 no. I love music. I love music. Uh, I used to be a real music buff, and when I you went to Europe, I got very into the um, acid jazz, electronica scene. Um, but I love listening to music and all different type. I'm a music junkie, but I, I can't cook. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a cook. I use a microwave, so. <laughs> it's good. I, it, my ex-boyfriend was like, I'm not with you because of your cooking. I'm like, well, you shouldn't be. That's not my <laughs> forte. I'm very envious when all these people are talking about cooking during COVID. I'm like, that's nice. That's what takeout's for. What is some life or creative advice you would give? What, yeah. What is some life creative advice you have been given and what advice do you give? Keep learning, keep growing, and never give up. Have you ever had a career before this? Or what was your career before? Oh, I've had so many. <laughs> um, I taught nursery school when I first moved to New York. Not for me. I worked in a showroom. I worked at private events. Um, and then I taught the MEP, the MET. Um, I taught English as a second language for a while. 
uh, I've done a lot of freelance stuff. I've, I mean, these special events, I mean, I'd sweep the floors at Grand Central. You know, there's no shame. And I met so many great people. So, uh, but teaching's my thing. I love it. When you create your work, you, is it always for sale or you create it just for yourself or to give as gifts and stuff? Depends. I do everything. I mean, if someone wants, I've sold stuff that I'm like, do you want to buy this? It's, I have a collector come to my studio. They're like, oh, I like this. I'm like, is it for sale? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I like giving uh, gifts. I love making cards for my friends. And I love, I think, gifts from the heart, handmade. It's nice to get an expensive present, but it's the best when someone makes you something. So I do that. Since making making something is like one of one. Yeah, and it, it, there's something about it gives your heart. Like when someone gives you a present like that, you don't forget it. Or so you might when you have a give them an iPhone or something, you can always buy a new one. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's great to get a new <laughs> iPhone, <laughs> but you know, uh, when someone gives you something, there's nothing like it. Like makes you something, and I like to make presents a lot. I've made my journals for people and sold them, which I almost collapsed <laughs> to people. <laughs> have you, have there been any mistakes you have made that you have learned from that being in your art or client or gallery, any of that kind of work? Sure, I think, um, you get the art world is a really interesting place. <laughs> Read the lines and check your gut. Um, I was in an art fair many years ago with a bunch of people and I didn't go over well and the curator really screwed us over. And my gut was saying something's wrong, but I was so hungry for it that I did it. And I lost money, but I learned a lot. The fun part about being an artist. <laughs> Oh, it's awful, isn't it? It's like people taking advantage of you and yeah, I mean it. You know, or selling your work for too little, or not getting your work back, or secondary market. I've had that problem where people have sold my work and doubled it for what I sold it to them, wow. which is kind of a compliment in a weird oh, way. Yeah. But it's like, eh, great, thanks. <laughs> so, like where I got the idea to paint on top of other people's work. Oops, can't see that. Um, there's a guy named Maddie Mo. He, go, he also goes by the most famous artist, <laughs> and that's I think where I get the idea from is him painting on top of other people's work. I think it's great, and and there are lots of artists who do that, and it makes. I, I think it 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 brings the idea of nostalgia, like it's special. It brings it to light. Or I mean, throw it away. That's the other thing. You can think of it as that. It's like people there was, are there was, away, there, or you turn it into art. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there was a magazine many many years ago called Found Magazine, and it had so many cool articles, like notes found on the floor, and this guy compiled it, made a couple of issues. This was so long ago. I have to find it, but it was really cool. Do you have any questions for me? Well, what inspired you? How did you start on your journey? Um, my photography journey started, I mean, as an artist, you're always been like, born creative. Right, you're born with it, yeah. 
Like I used to build like Legos. I used to draw all the time in school. Instead of writing the um, assignments, you would always draw on everything. I think mean, I had it in pretty much had a drawing on it. Right. The Legos. Or my my dad would build a Lego set for me, or I'd help him. Lucky. And then I would take it apart the next day. Oh, cool! And you make it yourself. You make it. Yeah, that's great. Who who has inspired you? Do you have any um, mentors? The, um, my series on the dot painted dot faces. Um, yeah. After I started doing that, I learned about this guy named John Balbazar. Oh, he's amazing. And that's how I got. I want to blow myself up bigger now. <laughs> I'm looking at his stuff. Cool. And do you have any projects in the works? In the works. I'm still working on my modernized series. I'm doing a series right now of like um, abstract barns in my landscape. Ooh. Um, That's so cool. Still going out exploring, taking pictures. That's. I think the best thing is to explore and to see as much as you can. I mean, that's the hard part. Like I miss my museums. I mean, luckily they're open and I've been, it's been great being back, but I miss it. Yeah. Do you have access to all the museums and all the galleries? And oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Here, it's awesome. You have, um, Columbia County, there's one new gallery that, um, right. Jack Shaman did. Um, oh yeah, um, sure, sure. The school, that's the best gallery in Columbia County, in my opinion. It's probably magnificent. I mean, that whole area where you are, there's so many artists and so many interesting. I mean, Hudson has, I love Hudson. And so many galleries, uh, Warren Street. Oh, tons of Warren Street. I was in a show many years ago at the Limner Gallery. I don't know if it's still there. I don't think so. That, but a lot of things great. change in Hudson. Uh, well, you know, New York, it's always changing, so. When was the last time you were up here? Oh, God. I think less than a year. I'd say, like, maybe right before the pandemic hit. Have you ever been to Art Oman? No, I heard it's fabulous. It's pretty cool. It sounds it's like 10 and minutes from my house. It, it's supposed to be amazing. Lucky. Uh, I've been, I was at Dia a while ago, Beacon, and that's heaven. Yeah, our oh my has residencies uh, every year. Oh, I got to apply. But you know, now the residencies, everyone's like, well, we don't know. So everything's hanging in the, the midst. Yeah, I think a private one this year. Yeah. No, oh, that sounds great. Every year they open up the um, big barn. Mm -hmm. All their artists do their uh, thing. And you can like watch them or they can show off their work. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. What else? Um, yeah, so what Jack Shaman did, he took an old, um, was it middle school? It was either a middle, middle school or elementary school and like gutted it. And an art gallery, it's so cool inside. I, I gotta see it, that sounds amazing. And it's been in the news recently, you've probably seen it. Yeah, I think I saw it in Hyperallergenic or something. I don't remember, but it's not, I wanna see it. Hmm. Definitely. Well, our little town has been in the news a lot lately. Yeah, Ghent's amazing. There's so much going on. And the new Bartlett house and Ghent. Yeah, 
I gotta go. I gotta go. I, <laughs> I love my day trips, and they've been keeping my sanity. It's only two hours. I know, really close. Oh. Any other questions for me? No, thank <laughs> you so much for having me. This was awesome. You're welcome. It's nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting you in, in the flesh. <laughs> and keep in touch with me and, and let me know when this all goes live and everything. Uh, I'll, um, I'll send you an email. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Bye. Take care. Bye.